0: You're listening to M.O.G. Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is M.O.G. Channel, where we help you to see a real and practical Christianity from God's word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. So today we're going to continue from where we started yesterday or where we left off yesterday yesterday we looked at following instructions and so definitely if you think of following instructions you're thinking of submission to spiritual authority and that's the authority of the church and by that we mean the authority of the leaders in the church because you see jesus who owns the church gave us leaders who we submit to those are people that he has given over us we use the verse of scripture Hebrews 13:17 that says obey them that have the rule or control over you and submit to them why because of their authority which is their responsibility that is that they watch for your souls as ones who must give account and it's because of that that we submit to them remember we said that you cannot submit to those who don't have authority over you or sorry, you cannot submit to those who don't have responsibility over you. And that is like a real kicker. Of course, if you're in a dictatorship, (laughs) well, they still have some form of responsibility over you. Any form of government or governance over your life, anything that improves you, makes you better, usually has some form of responsibility and they will exercise authority to do their job. It's like the police. The police definitely have the job of keeping you safe so there are sometimes they have to arrest you to keep you safe there are times they have to instruct you to keep you safe we have traffic wardens who also behave the same way so uh, we said last or that's yesterday that it's just hypocrisy to say that i don't follow anybody i don't listen to anybody i'm my own no one tells me what to do <laughs> i said if that's the case then be just stay state I'm in fast and furious nine which is not real anyway. So, today, we want to look more at that submission topic. And the thing is, we know that there are people who don't want to submit to authority, even with all the reasons that we're giving yes. Some people just don't want to submit. They don't want to submit. And the thing is, it's not in every case that they are just outright rebellious. There are cases where... They have fears, they have concerns, they have maybe misinformation or some other kinds of things that prevent them from fully coming under the commission of a ministry. And so we're going to look at like a few of them over the next few days but for today we want to look at two in particular. So the first one we want to look at is previous abuse of authority. So now you know that Authority, when it comes to authority, remember we said that they'll give you instructions, and those instructions usually right are you know, church is a family, and put it like this because if it's let's say some people hand church as a school, if church is a school, like there's there's a limit, it's, it's not really really flexible. But okay, you know how in school there are people you get close to, right? You can get close to a teacher, and because you're close to the teacher. It's not just the normal favors that every other person, like, does. Like, what am I trying to say? It's not everything that the person can send, like, you to do that they can send others to do. Usually because of relationship, the person can say, Well, please, could you meet us teacher and ask that teacher for this, that, 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 that. Now, is that really in the scope of what the teacher should do, you know, like, concerning you or with you? No, but because of relationship, there are certain things that can be done. The truth is that one of the things that you will experience when submitting to authority is that you will run errands. You will actually run errands. Authority, because the authority there is like family. It's like your dad or your mom. You get their, their responsibility over you is purely spiritual. But in that spiritual essence, you are still family. So there are things they will ask you to do. You get. And the truth is you'll be willing to do them. There are things they can ask you to do. Like, I mean, for me personally, serving under the authority of certain men, there are things I've done for them that were not necessarily, oh, Bible or this or that, right? Actually, it's kind of biblical because honor really extends. Honor means to esteem highly. You get, the Bible talks about esteeming them highly for the work's sake. So honor means to esteem highly. That's to treat them specially. So if you're going to treat them specially, there are things you will do for them you will for example find yourself maybe getting things for them sometimes buying things for them right they may say oh could you help me just go ask this person this or do this or please could you branch here you know on your way back could you do this i'm someone who is in authority as a pastor and i find myself here sometimes i need some help to get this or that or that or that done and i sometimes ask "Oh, could you help me get this done could you buy those batteries as they're coming things like that but now we're talking about abuse of that because there's a limit even to that i mean when you first of all begin to tell a person um go to <laughs> another state to do something or uh, book a flight go to yeah, let's just say imagine go to another state i want to i want to deliver something to somebody so book a flight yeah they want to pay with your own money you tell the person you pay with your own money book a flight go to another state deliver this thing then from there buy me like 50,000 worth of this and that and that you know for me and my wife and then you know pay your way back then come back and see me i mean the truth about it is that that's like a bit extreme and you know we have many situations like that where it's really like those are not the Kind of things that you want to send people to do, it's it's just not normal. It's not it's not good. It's not. <laughs> I'm trying to find the you no know, word for it. It just isn't natural. It's not something that like service and submission should be willing. Do you understand? And the truth about it is that even in submission, people may not be initially open to like some kinds of submission. They it's something you walk into. It's something that over time we trust. People will submit to you more and more as a pastor so some people want to take that trust from the beginning you want to from the beginning take the trust you want to like how will i put it you want to you know (laughs) like you're not there yet with the person the person has i mean someone just met you or something like that you don't do such things so sometimes some people have been in places where They've really, really abused that trust when it comes to giving. I've heard of cases where, and now these are rare exceptions because I know some people now they're saying, hey, this is why I don't go to church. This is why I don't submit. Yeah, no, you you are just rebellious. That's the truth. That's all. You are just rebellious. <laughs> you know, some people, I've heard of cases where a pastor straight out his hand and I say, Well, oh yeah, was oh, it a joke? No, it wasn't a joke. Oh. But there are cases where a pastor and say, ah, how can you be using a phone bigger than my phone? Oh, yeah, put it in my hand. You understand, or the pastor forcibly obtains things from members. Say, you people are going to buy me a car, and you have no choice. You must buy me a car. And then they quote some very, very funny scriptures to back up their lust or their desires. The Bible says, "Oh no, the Bible." You know, so there's some things. Sometimes the obedience, you know, there's a way obedience can cross the line. Obey, obey them to have control over you. The control is spiritual, please. You understand? There are things, for example, you cannot tell a person, say, bring your wife, die your wife, bring her one, let her stay in my house for three days. You can't do that. Do you understand? You can't do that. There are, there are things, there are still boundaries. It is spiritual. When it's around, See, let me say this. When what a pastor is asking you to do is out of the spiritual scope, is out of the scope of honor, is out of the scope of you get like that natural relationship when you're uncomfortable with something you can let the person say sir please i'm not comfortable with doing this do you understand now if it's a manipulative person they start to shout oh, what are you talking about what do you mean what are you saying <laughs> see you can you are the one who has like is you that sometimes yourself be so you're the one who can politely now notice the word politely don't insult your pastor politely say no no i am sorry i don't feel comfortable with this i can't do this i can't do that i can't do that you understand Uh some people take even respect out of hand ah you didn't you didn't lie down the floor and roll twice to you know to greet me how can you be doing that and i'm your pastor Mm -mm, calm down now Uh It's not that serious sir It's not that serious ma. do you get Uh aha some of these things are manipulative manipulative withdraw the money account and bring here This one, that one, that one. No, 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 no. You don't do that. So, people, some people have come from such churches, and when they come to your church or to a new church, they find it difficult to trust the authority, even if the authority is good. And so, for me, what I say to such a person who is having trouble submitting to authority because of abuse from a previous church or a previous leader, okay, sometimes it could be that you're in a department in church and the leader over you, or you are in a cell department or something like that, and the leader over you was abusive. Now, the truth about it is that we don't throw the baby away with the bathwater. And by that, the same way not all men has come, not all pastors or leaders are like that. Not all of them are manipulative. We actually have good shepherds. We have people who really care about the sheep. We have people who understand boundaries. And so, what I would suggest to you, let's say it's within the same church and you're migrating to another branch or chapter, or let's say it's another church or fellowship on campus. I'll say when you're a new one, take out and don't rush to just go choke your head and submit. Wait a bit and find out who this authority is. Like, observe. You understand what I'm saying? Like, just go there. But observe. I'll do quiet. I'll do, I'll do this. Mm-mm. Wait a bit and observe over time as you observe you realize okay this person is like this this person is like this this person is like this you understand you're able to know that this person is is not abusive this and that you're able to observe the person's relationship with the other members you get just observe and then nothing pray about it do you get I believe that the spirit of God will lead you to um a place where you will know okay like I can trust this person. You can have peace in your heart about it. I yes, submit because the truth is that peace has to be there. Because if you don't have that peace about it, and if you've not observed, you've not done your homework, right, you just find yourself always in that position where I can't trust, I can't trust. No, you should be in a place where you can trust authority. Now, this is not the same as saying a pastor who has faults. No, it's not the same thing. Because pastors, of course, now that is the kind of fault you get, but. That kind of person is is leaving the boundaries or jurisdictions of his authority. I'm talking about someone who does that often. I'm not talking about someone who did it once or twice. Some people just say, "Please go and buy me. Please a take money. Go and buy me Google and Google and a bar. Say, ah, these pastors are so manipulative. They are so manipulative. They, these people know. Uh, how can you say that? How can you say that? These are You know what I'm saying? Ah, no no no. Or you're, maybe you're a traveling. pastor said, when you're coming back, give me something. Give me a gift. You say, ah, hey, you see, I said it, they are all the same. Let me ask you, should a pastor have to tell you to get me a gift, your pastor? When you are, you say, travel, you are going to lay abroad day and then you're coming back and then you don't get, ah, no, no, that one is just disregard. Must he tell you? Maybe he's telling him because you don't do it. You don't, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So it's a slight, it's a, it's, there's a delicate line right? Delicate line because the truth is that as you also get closer to your pastor and you grow to love your pastor more there are more things that you actually can do for your pastor With, with that is within legal grounds and within biblical standards though. do you understand? Uh-huh. I didn't say someone can, can, can sleep with your pastor that is devilish no but there are things that you can actually do for your pastor because you love your pastor there are extra lengths you can go for your pastor without your pastor even asking like there are things you can actually do Because you love your pastor, because your heart is endeared to your pastor by the Holy Ghost. And usually, those things come with certain perks and rewards and that's the truth. So that's the advice for the person who maybe you are coming from a place where authority previously abused you. So that's the first thing. Now, The second one is that some people are afraid of restrictions. Now let's tell the truth, many of us are indisciplined very very indisciplined we're indisciplining our thoughts we let our minds roam sexually up and down the place we entertain so many kinds of thoughts we do so many things that many things we do in the dark you know if we are exposed to you know the public the things that we do man we're in trouble but many of us like we're, <laughs> we're filthy <laughs> and our desires are unbridled Ah, I want to eat, I eat, cold stone, mega chicken. Listen, I just eat, 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 eat. I just behave one kind. Like, maybe the body they do me. Ah, I feel like having sex. Ah, I don't begin to call my girl, the person I call girlfriend. Start to, to sex, start to, you know, just, I, you know, I want to come out, I want to go out, I'll just get up and start going out. Like, there's no boundary or limitation to your behavior. And that's actually a very terrible thing. Paul said, I put my body under lest, after I have preached others, I may become a castaway. He had to discipline himself. Now, as my pastor, you know, pastor from the church I started with said, used to say, or he still says, that discipline, right? If you cannot discipline yourself, which is internal governance, then definitely external governance is needed. That is, someone external will need to impose the discipline that you cannot do by yourself. It's also why we have prisons. We are prisoners. The idea of prison is that prisoners who never had such discipline in their lives, many of them had no fathers, because actually you see a very high rate of prisoners not having a father figure in their lives, to tell them, do this, do that, to put structure in their lives, right? So they go around us behaving, you know, just imagine a child running up and down, no one tells you what to do, this, that, you know, imagine that kind of lifestyle, now imagine it amplified, child has always done what he or she wanted to do and everything no correction you go out to society for you know you have guns drugs and stuff yeah you start committing crime so they arrest you put you in a penitentiary or a closed cell or whatever and the idea is they put restrictions on your life that restriction that your parents or your dad or mom did not give you you will learn it there they will impose it on you by force and sometimes it's for life sometimes what you have done is so gross they say look this one for life you'll be letting this restriction of course it doesn't always like work uh, we know that many criminals go in there and come out worse <laughs> you understand what they need is jesus amen they need jesus but that that's you know restriction is so important how many people notice so <laughs> now wow if i go now they will say i should stop doing this i should stop doing that i should cut my dreadlocks is <laughs> that see the truth is yes when you come under authority, you'll be disciplined because when you come under authority and you can get closer to authority, you will see the issues you have. It's like parenting. The parents usually see the issues the kid has. And that's why, like for example, your mom is always shouting. By the time you have your own children as a woman, you will now understand why your mom was always shouting. You will understand it. I've heard this over and over again. Now I get. Now I understand why she was always like this. You understand it by fire by far. So, like, uh-uh. if, you're, if possible, it was even be worse in your shouting because you begin to see First of all, you will see yourself in the person. You begin to see your mistakes. You see how the person is repeating your mistakes. You see all those things and you're like, ah, Oh God, no, no, no. Don't say this. Don't do that. JD! You know, because you are so like zealous for the person not to repeat the mistakes you've made. And the same thing in pastoring. Pastors have experience. That's one thing pastors have. Aside from the experience of the word, that's actually the first thing. From the word, we're able to see, okay, you shouldn't behave like this. You shouldn't behave like that. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. That's the first thing. But then, from experience because yeah it's like parenting from experience we're able to know oh this person is going through this person is going through that ah this person has an issue with this addiction with pornography or whatever and we can put restrictions on you for me personally I always do a challenge anybody that says he or she wants to become my disciple, the first thing I do is I put restrictions on you. I say, no TV, no no this, no that, delete your social media, blah, blah, blah for three weeks, and I give assignments, listen to this, 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 this. sometimes fast, you know, pray 30 minutes, then I will increase it, pray one hour, pray two hours, all those things are designed to break some dirty habits in your life, break a certain mindset, break some things like that. And the truth is, if you don't have a pastor giving you such things, you don't have a quality pastor. Instructions is quality. Guy, you need a pastor that will instruct you, tell you what to do. And, then, and then this pastor, they can tell me, yes, obey them that have the rule, control, spiritual control. We don't control your life, but your life is in Christ anyway. So, definitely, a lot of your life is open to us. Yes. So, for example, someone has a girlfriend. You have one girlfriend that you are dating and everything. And what, oh yeah, you hundred level, two hundred level, SS3, SS2. Uh, even that. See, even if you are in final year, sometimes you, are, you might even be out of university. And uh, your pastor will look and say, "See, I'm not sure you are ready for a relationship. You should break that relationship up." I say "Eh, sir, what do you mean? What are you talking about? What? 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 That's how you people are. That's how you people are. Shut up." Go and break up. <laughs> go and break up. I've handed out such injunctions in the past. And the people are glad they did. They, they listened and obeyed. Because you can't be doing your own living in sin and everything. You're there. You're not ready for marriage. You have a girlfriend. For what? Then you're you you fornicating up and down. Having said, I can't help myself. I can't help myself. I don't know. It just come over me. It just come over me. I don't know. My friend shut up don't let me don't let me get you there keep quiet Joe that's the truth you you need to obey obey that's why you need a pastor pastor tells you look that's not good for you this person will destroy your destiny and by destiny we just mean they will distract you sit down with this person to distract you so much that you will not have time for spiritual things you'll be your head will be in cloud 45 so we do those things and it's for your own good restrictions so you have to understand it don't feel that someone is taking something away from you i will not be able to do you know if i used to drink if i used to go out and a club I see all those things they will eventually kill you that is the point of a pastor it's the point of a pastor so definitely you want to be in that place where you are kept safe and protected that is why the pastor is called the shepherd so your rod and your staff they what comfort me there's a rod there's a the staff you get, there's correction, there's guidance. That is the work with pastor. Some people, what they want to do, they never tell their pastor what they are doing. They never. Some people, they will go and find Bobo. They will do everything, introduction, when they want to get married, when they've already decided everything has, is in place, You will not come there. But, pastor, I don't want to tell you that there's someone I'm looking at or, or getting married tomorrow ah say okay that's why many because and many of them they do that because either they don't have value for the pastor or they don't know the role a pastor is meant to play in life say so, yeah. is that not control is not control actually it's part of control but it is to keep you safe remember that they will answer to god for you is to keep you safe pass most of your major instructions through your pastor especially if you can trust that pastor pass those instructions through them you understand and you'll be glad that you did you will actually be super glad that you did because they watch for your souls. You get that? So stop being a stubborn brethren. Repent. If these are some of the reasons you are not submitting, you're not good enough. Yes, you need to be restricted. You understand? And your experience should not hold you back from plunging into serving Jesus through other people. Alright? So, thumbs up. (laughs) Okay. Um, I believe you enjoyed this and you learned a whole lot from it. Of course, as I always say, share with other people. Let them get to know these awesome things you're hearing and learning every single day only on MOG channel. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. If this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram. That's pst.sien. P-S-T dot See you there.